Hello, listeners. Welcome to Family Geekery Podcast, Episode 4. I'm Amber. And I'm Chris. And I'm Danny. Woo-hoo. And we're going to talk today about some recent movies and TV shows and some other stuff. Very cool. Yay. First, I want to I want to just address the elephant in the room. There's an elephant in the room? You no, call me fat? Not literal elephant. <laughs> that's an, that's a stale joke. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit. No, here here's here's the situation. I think we've got the classic farting bear situation going on here. Yeah, <laughs> strange. I guess I need to explain. So you've all heard the terms or the the phrase if a bear farts in the woods does, and nobody's there to hear it, does it make a sound? Oh, that's like okay. if a tree falls and no one's around. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's yeah. Is that the right one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, trees don't fart, do they? But anyways, so <laughs> so we got this this situation here where where we're the uh we're the bear and the podcast is the woods and we're farting our brains out here and we just don't know if anybody's in the woods with us to hear. So so here's my here's my call out to all the listeners. If you hear this, whether it's now, recent, like 2022, or maybe it's 2030, many years in the future, and you're finally finding our show, if you hear this, send an email to podcast at familygeekery.com and simply put, I'm in the woods. I smell your fart. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll know what that means so send us an email I'm a rando in the woods and I smell your fart and that'll tell us that there is actually randos out there listening to this sound good? yep yeah cool alright tell us what it smells like now what's what's gonna be cool is maybe maybe next week we get a rando probably not we don't do a whole lot of advertising of the show <laughs> <laughs> we've got a listener base of like negative one but what would be cool is like if we're still doing this three years from now and someone finally finds this episode and it's like oh i need to send that email and we'll read it out we'll be like hey this is uh rando from wisconsin and he smelled our fart and we're pretty <laughs> darn proud of that you know by then we'll pr- obviously be like multi-millionaires and we'll be Yep. We'll be reading that email on our yacht or something. We'll be getting but, like thousands of those. But it'll still feel good. It'll still feel. It will. It'll, it'll be nice to have a nice crowded woods to share our stinky farts with. Cool. Cool. All right. So we got that out of the way. So in this episode, we had promised last episode that we were going to talk about maybe some Moon Knight stuff since that show came out. And maybe some Batman stuff since that movie came out. I know we're a couple weeks behind, but but we're going to get into some of that. But first, anybody play any games this week? Anybody play anything new, exciting that they want to share about? For the past couple weeks, I've I started playing this game called Tenants on Steam, and I think it's still in pre-release, but um, it's it's really good. It's a uh, sort of like Sims, but all you do is really renovate apartments and you rent them out to tenants. And there's a lot of like micromanaging of what your tenants like and 
sometimes they'll tell you, oh, my heater's broken. Can you fix it? And sometimes there's jobs that are that you can pick up to make some extra crap, extra cash. Extra and- crap. <laughs> um, and so I've been playing that recently and it's a pretty fun game. Um, yeah, so check it out if you like decorating games, which I tend to lean towards. So yeah. here's my, here's my qualifying question. You said it was kind of Sims like mm-hmm. do neighbors, random neighbors walk into your apartment and start like holding their pee and complaining that the <laughs> toilet isn't ready and then just urinate in your living room and then leave and eat all no, your food first but... and then leave. <laughs> no. no, but sometimes your tenants will text you and be like, hey, I'm drunk. I can't find the bed. Can you show me where the bed is? And then you have to text them. <laughs> you like Your camera zooms into them and you have to text them, go left, go straight. Um, it's really annoying. <laughs> Th- that's... That's kind of assuming that there's like cameras in this person's place and you can text them and tell them where to go. <laughs> That's a little creepy. I am the camera in their place. Oh, I see. Well, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, here's, here's, uh, here's something that's going to blow your guys' mind. I played a new game. What if I told you that from the makers of Subway Surfers, which is a family geekery fave, right? Everybody yeah. here's played that oh, yeah. game before. Mm-hmm. What if I told you from the makers of Subway Surfers, there was a game that instead of surfing on the subways and collecting boards and doing tricks and stuff, you collected swords and mounts and you ran around and you killed like goblins. Same kind of three lane runner type situation, endless runner where you have quests, but you're you're knocking down baddies and you have wow. boss fights. And it doesn't hmm. confine you to the three lanes. Every now and then it gets a little bit wider. And every oh. now and then it goes like way up into a portal. And then you have to like do a quest in the portal and come back out. And you collect coins and you upgrade your weapons. How does that sound? That sounds fun. Yeah, that sounds cool. I found that and I don't know how I found it. <laughs> but what if I blew your mind and say that it came out like a long time ago? What? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow it's been hiding. And I don't know exactly when it came out, but. Some of the reviews are like three or four years old, so it's been around for a while. What's it called? It's called Blades of Brim. B-R-I-M. Check it out. Does it have good reviews? Uh, I think so. I mean, it's basically Subway Surfers, but hack and slash. Hmm. That's pretty cool. How about you, Danny? Have any time to do anything this week? Uh, Not really. I've been busy with school. So, yeah. not many new games. That sounds like a drag. Yeah. Some, someday that school stuff will be over. Someday. Someday. Not soon enough. Well, very cool. So, what what should we start off with here? Moon Knight or Batman? Batman. Batman. Okay. So the Can Batman, we start with everyone doing their best Batman impression? Um, yeah. I'll start. I'm Batman. <laughs> I am vengeance. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. <laughs> I have a dis- I have, I have a, an advantage of having having that low sexy voice already. So I walk I mean, out of shadows very slowly. 
I've seen my parents killed and and drop necklaces 500 times. <laughs> I like to put black makeup over my eyes before I fight anyone. No, that's just wrong. <laughs> all right, so the Batman, right? The Batman. We've all seen this. The Batman. We've all seen this movie. And what's unique about this movie, what's unique about it? I actually liked it. No. <laughs> the guys from Twilight. <laughs> Those are both true. Those are both correct. But uh, I find it pretty unique that this is the first of these superhero type movies that all three of us saw separately. Oh. oh. That's true. I saw, I saw it with your mother. Danny, you saw it with your friends? Yep. All right. And Amber, you saw it on your spring break trip. Yeah. So that's uh, that's the first time that's happened, and it's it's, it's a little uh, a little sad. But <laughs> but uh, before we talk about the actual the Batman movie, I wanted to first kind of reset our clocks and find out. Tell me your experience with the Batman franchise as far as visual media goes, like movies or shows or something how far back do you remember you ever watching any kind of batman movie i'll start with danny um i don't think i've seen any of the movies i remember the one tv show called gotham i don't know if that had batman in it did it i think he was a kid yeah i just watched like the first episode and i saw his parents get killed i was like oh that's interesting and then it got boring so i stopped watching it Yep. I think I think it's it's not a bad show. I think you just have to invest some time into it. I haven't seen maybe about about five or six episodes anyways. What about you, Amber? Um, I think I watched a little bit of the Tim Burton movie, but I think I got bored very quickly and I was young. So those things don't combine well and (laughs) didn't end up finishing that movie. And then as for the Dark Knight series, I saw the first two. Um, Don't remember anything about the first one except for Liam Neeson was in it. And the second one I actually liked because Heath Ledger's Joker is the best. Um, And then I got bored during the third one. So, didn't finish that one either. <laughs> was the third one the Bane one? Yeah, Bane and uh, Anne Hathaway, Catwoman. Yeah, that was it was all right. But the uh, the Batman series, the legacy, it it's got a lot to live up to. So I can remember as a kid watching. Now I wasn't watching it in the '60s, but I was watching the '60s television show probably in syndication in the in the late 70s or 80s and if you've ever seen it it's the campiest type of programming you could imagine it's uh i mean but but basically what they were doing is they were taking a comic book and making a tv show out of the comic book which for us it sounds completely normal but back then it was like the only way they could say that they were doing a a comic book was to throw those words on the screen like bam and kapow so those all those little emotes that would be in the comics, they would flash them up on the screen with crazy colors. <laughs> so um, good acting. They had some really great actors on that old TV show. Um, but of course, it's in the 60s, so special effects is, is very, um, very limited. 
And what I like about the series is we're, we're looking at a Batman dude that looks like any other dad bod out there just about, you know, he's not like buff, like, like a modern superhero is. And so you fast forward from that many years later to the Tim Burton series and that when the, when those movies came out, that first movie, that was like the biggest thing. Like, like think about anything right now that's huge, like the Avengers movies type stuff. It was that. So it came out in the summer of 89, like the second or third week of June. And it displaced the, uh, the movie Ghostbusters 2 as a, as a number one movie. Wow. And it stayed number one all through June and July and into August when um, a movie called Parenthood, which you may have heard of the TV show Parenthood. Best the, TV show ever. But the, the movie Parenthood came out and knocked it down to number two for a while. And it kind of bounced around. Now, this is this is another thing that's going to blow your mind. It bounced around number one to number two between those two all the way until November. Wow. So it opened up in June, second week of June, all the way to November. And then um, it got bumped to number two permanently from uh, Thanksgiving weekend when uh, a, a little little movie came out Thanksgiving weekend called Back to the Future 2. <laughs> So, so think about how huge that was, and then it f- got followed up, of course, with another one that was that was equally as huge. The, those movies, they were just like the centerpiece of everything. Like every promotion that was going on at McDonald's or the movie theater or anything was Batman. So then, uh, then those got a little a little rough to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it went through a little weird, awkward stage where you have uh, uh, George Clooney and. Uh, Val Kilmer. Those Batman Forever, isn't that yeah, the weird one? Yeah, and then one? Batman and Robin. Um, we go through some some actor changes, and again, all great actors, um, but but it's still just a little weird. You got Michael Keaton in the first two movies that that did a great job because again, he's you know he's just like your average every everyday dude, right? Yeah, he's Mister he, Mom. He's Mister Mom, of course. Yeah, so he's Mister Mom saying uh, two twenty, two twenty one, whatever it takes. You know, and uh, and he puts on a suit and he goes fights crime, and then we go through like Val Kilmer and we go through uh, George Clooney and again good actors, but not what we're expecting for Batman. And then it just kind of disappears for a while, right? And then the Dark Knight comes out and lots of hype, uh, great actors, and uh, and it's neat because it's not the uh, it went from the kind of the campy comic book type stuff which. Which even in Tim Burton, they had the weird camera angles and stuff, which gave it that comic book look. And then we went into the uh, the Dark Knight, which was obviously much darker, and um, the undertone was was a little a little uh, creepy and stuff. So those were good. When those uh, we went through a couple of those, and then we got all the way to um, oh, then then we went through that little phase of Justice League uh, Batman dude, right? Oh, I completely forgot about those. Yeah, I literally I fell asleep at the movie theater in Batman v Superman. Yeah, so a oh, lot of yeah. <laughs> a lot of opinions on well, anytime there's a Batman actor, <laughs> there's a lot of opinions. <laughs> That's been going on for years. I, I think the only one that wasn't ever questioned was the guy from the TV show, um, Adam West. Which, if you don't know who Adam West is, you've heard his voice on on The Simpsons. He's got the he's got the perfect Batman voice. Which is why I don't want to listen to any other Batman voice from any of the... 
<laughs> because Adam West has the best voice ever. If you don't know it, listen to it, Google it, absorb it, live it, bathe in it. And you, you'll agree with me because I'm right all the time anyways. So so we got, uh, what's his name? Ben, Ben Affleck. Yep. Doing the uh, the Batman versus Superman and the and the Justice League ones. Again, good good actor. I think he did good. I, I really enjoyed his portrayal of the role. Um, Martha! Martha! But... Uh, or was it Marsha? I don't know. Martha? <laughs> I, don't I remember know. a lot of screaming about Martha. And Martha, yeah, that was his mother's name also. And Superman's mother's name. Why do they have this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Writers, <clears throat> writer strikes or something. <laughs> they get they get low on words. <laughs> um, which brings us all the way up to now. What's his name? The vampire uh, boy. Patterson. 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 Pattinson. Pattinson. Yes. Wait. Yeah. Robert. Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Very good. We Edward. are well prepared for this episode. Team Edward. <laughs> So we, we get all the way to the Batman. So now let's let's share opinions. We all saw it. Like I said earlier, it's the only Batman movie I really like. And I think that's because it's not really a Batman movie and it's more of a crime thriller, which I quite like movies like that. You know, Seven and stuff like that. It had a lot of that feel, a lot of the detective work. Um, so I liked that and I liked seeing the Riddler cause I hadn't seen the Riddler in any other Batman, um, franchise. So I, I, that with the theme of the movie, I, I really liked it. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to pause right here for a second and say, if you haven't seen the portrayal of Riddler by Jim Carrey. No. <laughs> oh, he plays, he plays the Riddler. Oh, oh yeah, like full green spandex <laughs> with question marks on his suit, like straight out of the comics. When that is the epitome of Riddler, right there. Okay, I, I like the uh, the psycho thriller version of of Riddler, but for me, I'll take Jim Carrey as the Riddler. So I think that was the uh, maybe Batman Forever, Batman. It wasn't Batman Returns. I don't. Know. It was one of those. One of those. So, Danny, what did you think? What was your impression of the Batman? Uh, I thought I thought it was pretty good. It was definitely on the lengthier side, which um, is more seen in the Marvel movies. But I th- I could actually deal with three hours of Batman, and I thought like it was cool that he wasn't just like alone. He also had like the he was working with the detectives, and then he had the chemistry with the Catwoman, and I like seeing the cats in her apartment. That was cute. <laughs> the cat and the motorcycle. Yes. <laughs> Worth the price of admission right there for you. Yeah. <laughs> and the Riddler actor was amazing. I thought he did a very good job. Um, a little fun fact I learned from the all-knowing TikTok. Um, a very, <laughs> very good source of information. There's actually... In the credits or the oh, end yeah. credits, there's I think like a URL or a barcode or so, or a yeah code that if you use it, you actually get sent to like a website and you get to solve your own riddles and stuff like that. So I think that's a pretty cool touch that I don't think many people notice. 
do things like blow up and people die if you get the riddles wrong? Um, hope not. Hope not. Yeah. No, but I think there is <laughs> like a seen. copy. There is like a copy of his journal on the website. You can see some of the pictures and the all-knowing game theorist Matt Pat. He uh, looked into some of that and made some theories. Cool. Always theories coming out of these movies. You get the yeah. end credit scenes and stuff and people start speculating and it's fun to see how, how it all plays out at the end. But I'm I'm like you, Amber. I came out of the movie and to be honest, if you asked me what happened in the movie right now, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I've got like no <laughs> recollection. Yeah, um, I agree. <laughs> but but I did leave the movie thinking that this this was less of a Batman movie and more of just a a crime thriller, like you said, which, which makes sense. I don't know if it was purposeful. Or I don't know if it was intentional. Um, I'm hoping it was because you, you know that uh, Batman did not start. He did not get his start in like Batman number one, right? He didn't have a comic book called Batman that he started in. Do you know what comic book he started in? No. He started in a comic book called Detective Comics. Oh. Which, which is what DC stands for. Really? I didn't yep. even know that. Yep. So that's why in the, I think in the uh, in the movie they make fun of him and say, world's greatest detective, huh? You know, because he, he missed like something very obvious. But he did, there was a couple, the, the one thing I did, I would criticize is there was a couple riddles or things that he just popped out of the top of his head. Yeah. Nobody else knew. Yeah. But. But I guess if, if he didn't, then it'd be like a five-hour movie instead of a three-hour movie. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, we need to research this a little bit. Cut to Google montage of research for 20 minutes. <laughs> I've got the answer. But yeah, you just kind of rattle off some of the some of the answers to riddles like super quick, which is, which is fine. He's supposed to be world's best detective. But yeah, all around, uh, all around good movie. Yeah, I will say I like the direction that the recent DC movies have gone, um, like being the the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix and this one. Um, it seems like with other movies like Justice League, it kind of seemed like they were trying to be too similar to Marvel. And I think uh, them taking like the darker, more realistic route with, with Joker and the Batman, um, I think that makes them more individual and people can are less likely to compare the two biggest uh comic book movie creators out there yeah you know what else i liked hmm. no gods that he had to defeat like strange weird like <laughs> yeah depictions like in the wonder woman movie oh yeah uh, yeah and uh and no freeze frame jumping across like 400 yards in a single jump with your <laughs> leg like straight out. I know that's a, a visualistic style that they chose for the Wonder Woman movie, but it's, I don't know. I'm just glad it wasn't in the Batman movie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they keep different different tones to all the different movies. And uh, I like the redirect at the beginning because didn't the movie open up with like a family getting mugged in the streets? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I was like, like this again. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, waiting for the pearls to drop. Come on, let's see a slow motion of the pearls rolling down the street. And uh, yeah, it was. I like that redirect. Like everybody's waiting for it. Everybody's waiting for it. Oh wait, no, different family, different time yeah. frame. So that was pretty cool. 
Any uh, any final thoughts on that movie? Nope. Nope. Well, very good. So we went on, and uh, we've all seen the first, what, two episodes so far of, of Moon Knight? Yeah, at the time of recording this, yeah. Yep, first, yep. first two. And uh, what do we think so far, Danny? I I like it. Um, like I said before, I haven't seen too many of the Marvel shows, but I can definitely tell it's it's different. And I think um, I think it's the it's cool. And and with a complex character like Moon Knight, I, it definitely takes some some a little time to get his character developed and explain what's kind of going on, which was used in the first episode or two. Um, so I thought that was cool. And the second episode definitely took off with more of the action rather than setting up the plot and stuff. So I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. With the other recent Marvel TV shows, they all kind of follow that same pattern where you've got a, a big name like Loki or vision or moon Knight, And you kind of got an idea of, of what the story might be, but then they start doing something completely weird, like the uh, like the the Vision and uh, the Marvel the Wonder Vision show. It was like after watching the first episode, you're like, "What the heck is <laughs> going, going on? on? And, and where is this going?" <laughs> yeah. And it took several episodes before you kind of figured out, "Oh, okay, so yeah, this is what's going on." So I think the same thing's holding true, and yeah, like you said. Uh, starts off with a little bit of uh, what the heck's going on? Who's this guy? And who's the other guy? And 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 why is this other guy following him around? And and then uh, <laughs> then it starts making sense. What did you think, Amber? Uh, well, I like the idea of them introducing a new character in a TV show. Um, I know not everyone watches uh, has like Disney Plus and watches the TV shows, but I think if they uh, do end up introducing Moon Knight into more movies, like ensemble movies. It'll be cool that we don't have to deal with his origin story, you know, and that's going to be explained in the show. Um, uh, and so I like that. And I, I, I've enjoyed the show a lot so far. Um, I love Oscar Isaac. He's a great actor. Um, Ethan Hawke is also doing a really good job. Um, and I love the ties to uh, Egyptian mythology. Um, big mythology fan taking an Egyptian class right now. Um, so it's cool seeing nods to stuff I'm studying. Um, also, being a psychology major with this guy who's got dissociative identity disorder, pretty cool, even if they don't portray it in exactly the right way if yeah. the disorder does actually exist in real life um <laughs> but i've i've liked it um a lot so far when you i gotta roll back and ask you about something you said not everybody has disney plus <laughs> are you sticking to that statement i mean i i know some people they just don't want to see the tv shows i don't know i get it I, I guess if you had like a, a wall, a, a glory wall of 500 of Disney classic and their cassette tapes, the video cassette tapes, you know, you've all seen those collections. Uh, 
Why would you need Disney Plus if you had that? You could just grab the Dumbo tape off the off the wall and stick <laughs> it in your VCR and watch it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I mean, they're they're going to town with these shows, high budget shows, lots of action. Um, they've just got money to burn, apparently. <laughs> yeah, but they the the outfit, the Moon Knight outfit, it looks sketchy to me. It which, looks which like- one? the the like big cape one it looks a little sketchy <laughs> uh, i think it's pretty good i okay. like the uh i like the again the redirect that they did in the second episode with the uh put on the some, suit some in the suit yeah yeah so they they're using a different depiction of of that suit than in in the comics you know in the comics he's a uh mr knight is uh it's a completely different character not just a different suit so that's that's pretty cool. So to uh, to tie in with the TV show, I had Amber and Danielle both read a uh, a recent issue of Moon Knight number one. Now this is Moon Knight number one of the 2021 series. I think that's called series nine because there's been how many series before that? Do you think eight? Eight. God, you guys are so smart. <laughs> <laughs> Eight series before that, which is something that uh, for for smaller characters in the Marvel universe, you don't just start at one and have like eight hundred, right? There's like they did that with the Hulk and Spider Man and and Iron Man and the Avengers and stuff. They have hundreds and hundreds. Um, so so they would have they would run a comic for you know a year or so, and then they'd have to stop because they ran out of story, and then they'd bring him back a couple of years later and be like moonlight volume two, number one, because they wouldn't just want to wait a couple months or a couple of years and then come back with moon Knight issue 19. <laughs> like what's <laughs> going on? I don't remember what happened two years ago. So it's neat that they, uh, I, I like when they started doing that and they even started doing that with the long running series because from let's say Avengers issue 584 to 592, that may be one story, but then, 593 would be a completely different story and there's nothing to kind of clue you in that it'd be a good time to jump into the series so Mm. plus i think marvel is smart enough to know that when you put a number one issue out people are more likely to buy it versus a number seven issue because they're like oh spider-man number one's worth a lot of money (laughs) man number one's worth a lot of money (laughs) but it's the 200th number one spider-man i wonder if if the unbreakable squirrel girl number one is going to be worth a lot of money someday (laughs) So, yeah, so we read uh, Moon Knight number one, 2021, series nine or volume nine. And it starts off with Moon Knight and his mission. So what do you guys think of of this comic and and Moon Knight's mission? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyone? um, He's he's really passionate about... um, his sacred mis- sacred mission to his god as he feels like he needs to repay him for reviving him yep so in the, in this issue basically it just paints a picture of what's going on that that moon knight is the fist of khonshu he had at some point died as mark specter and he was resurrected by the god khonshu and uh, given given these powers and his mission, which is both a noun mission and and 
I guess they're both nouns, <laughs> both a, a physical mission and a, a mission mission. Spiritual. Spiritual mission is to protect the innocence that like, apparently, in, in his words, roam the streets at night. Like, that's, yeah. a, that's a conscious decision that they're making that they really shouldn't be protected from. <laughs> that's just not <laughs> sensical to roam the streets at night in whatever city, New York City or something that, that he's protecting. I mean, it but makes he, sense because Khonshu's like the, the moon god. Yeah, I so, guess so. Yeah. So he's he's the guardian of the night and he protects those that need protecting. So that's it's basically the, the whole issue just kind of paints that picture that, that that's his that's his over overarching goal is to protect those. But but it's neat because it's it's interlaced with his discussion with his counselor. Yeah. His, yeah. His court appointed <laughs> counselor. Avengers appointed. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently some bad stuff went down a couple of years ago in the comics and uh Khonshu went and tried to take over the world and and uh in the process Moon Knight went crazy and they gave him a psychologist. So so he's sitting explaining, trying to explain to her what his mission is. And uh and that's kind of a neat dialogue. Did you like that, Amber? I did, yeah. It, it was really cool to see um, like such a normal scenario for a superhero. You know, he's just in therapy, you know, like anyone else could be. Um, and I, I give kudos to the therapist for trying to understand everything <laughs> that he's explaining. <laughs> and he's willingly sitting yeah. there. So you, you can't die. And you were dead before. Uh, but she has experience, apparently. If you read between the lines, she's done this for other superheroes before. Uh, and she listed a couple names. I don't recall the names offhand, but I did look them up. And uh, the names that she listed when, when she said that I've had to deal with other people that had your you know, DID. Is that what it is? DID? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one name she, she listed is an alias for Bucky Barnes. Oh. When he went through oh. his nomad sequence, which isn't depicted in the MCU, but he was this uh, superhero named Nomad for a while. And then the other one uh, was not related to anything that, that I've heard of before. But another crazy dude, I guess, that, that she had helped um, in the Marvel Universe, but just not in the, in the MCU. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a good read. Um, I've read the first couple issues of them. They're, luckily, they're available on on Marvel Unlimited, the app Marvel Unlimited, which is where we read them. Um, because if you try to buy those right now, I happen to look those up at the two biggest online comic retailers, and guess what? Expensive. A lot of Moon Knight, a lot of Moon Knight stuff sold out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, yeah, it's like all all gone. They've got like a couple issues left, but. Yeah, a lot of it's missing. So luckily, with the Marvel Unlimited, you can just read whatever you want to. So I, I started started there, picked that as a starting point for us, and uh, and I've read the first couple issues, and they're it's good. The, the story starts to unfold a little bit more. Does it seem like the show is going to follow that plot, or do you think the show is going to go in a different direction? I think the show is is very different. Oh, okay. Um, in the comics, the uh, Stevie Grant, Stephen Grant, mm -hmm. is a billionaire businessman. Oh. 
<laughs> not not a not a gift shop teller. <laughs> Rundown and, apartment. Uh, and there is a third name that they listed in uh, in the comic. I don't know if you remember seeing, but there was, I think the the bad guy that was depicted at the end of the comic yeah. had had a couple pictures like on his wall or on his desk or something of M. Specter and S. Grant, and there was a third one, which is a, a third persona or whatever you want to call Avatar of of Moon Knight, and that is. Uh, a taxi cab driver. Oh. And historically through the comics, what had happened was Moon Knight needed to have all these different entities uh, to get connected. So we had Stephen Grant, the, the billionaire businessman, so that he'd have inroads to some of the uh, some of the crime lords and mm-hmm. any of the like white collar type crime people that he wanted to take on. And then this taps, taxi guy, taxi cab guy. Um, is his his boots on the street to find out what's happening in the in the gutters, <laughs> hmm. and uh, and he did have he had several uh, like on the streets uh, informants that would tell him, uh, you know what what the skinny was on on the bad stuff going on around town, and one of them was an old another not the taxi cab driver but another one was another older dude like scraggly long gray hair, and they're thinking that the uh, the statue that he talks to all the time. Yeah, they're thinking that's him. Oh, or at least that's a that's a nod to the guy from the from the comics. So I think that's pretty neat. So I think they're they're speckling that story with you know elements from the comics, but I think it's going to be its own story. And so far, I think it's fantastic. I think yeah. the uh, um, stuff that's going on, little little hard to follow sometimes, but I think that's par for the course with these type shows and uh, (laughs) it'll start to unfold a little bit as it goes on. People think that Ethan Hawke's character is going to turn out to be Dracula. What do you think about that? Hmm. That'd be interesting. Moon Knight did get his start in that same kind of realm of vampires and werewolves. The first first issue was he was in was in a comic called werewolf by night which if you scan one of the uh the, the qr codes that's in i think either episode one they both had they both had barcodes both episode one and episode two both had a qr code in the show and if you scan that with your phone it gives you a free comic at, oh at uh, marvel comics their online uh, comic store so i think one of them gives you like a digital copy of Werewolf by Night, which was his uh, his first his first uh, appearance in the comics. That's cool. So he does have have kind of that element. I mean, with I, Blade coming, it it would make sense to introduce Dracula and some other vampire stuff. Yeah, that's that's a logical path. I also <laughs> like the fact that he's you know he's a vigilante basically, right? Yeah, he's he's Batman with powers. <laughs> <laughs> basically white cape instead of black cape um but so i like the vigilante side of his story and i i would hope for him to converge with the punisher oh you know daredevil i mean all all those netflix shows are now on disney plus and spoiler alert if you haven't seen spider-man no way home yet but daredevil was in that so well, Matt Murdock was, right? Yes. Yes. 
Yes. So, uh, so yeah, I'd like to see, I'd like to see the stories converge with, with uh, the Punisher and that kind of stuff versus like vampires. <laughs> but I don't get to write the movies or the shows. <laughs> they don't listen to me, anyways. Any final thoughts on the Moon Knight stuffs? I don't think so. No. No. I do have a very exciting, at least to me, Percy Jackson announcement. What's that? So uh, Percy Jackson, uh, Rick Riordan has been in the works with Disney Plus creating a Percy Jackson TV show. Um, and they they announced that they cast Percy Jackson. Uh-huh. Um, I believe he's the only cast member announced so far. And he is a child, which is good. Um uh, <laughs> He was in that recent uh, Ryan Reynolds movie, uh, The Adam Project. Um, So I'm very excited to see where the rest of this development goes because I'm a big old Percy Jackson fan. Yeah, that'd be cool. Percy Jackson stan. Yeah. Is it going to follow the books or is it going to be like after the books take place? Oh, it's going to follow the books. Gotcha. I don't think Rick Riordan will let anyone else ruin his book series. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm going to have a little more say this time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe get the hair color right the first time. Yeah, and they um the, the he is a kid, so in the in the books Percy is a middle school student, I believe. So like thir- 12, 13, 14. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good that they are they don't have a 20-year-old playing a kid. <laughs> That's always a challenge is finding the right actors for the right roles, especially when they're real young and you've yeah. got a limited, limited time frame. What, what they did with, uh, with the whole um, Hogwarts thing. What's his name? Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah, that's him. Harry Potter. He it's had a, a miracle movies, they right. found that many children. <laughs> uh, yeah, that stayed in their roles for, what, yeah. 10 years or something? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. That's, that's not easy to do to... Uh, to maintain that kind of uh, that kind of cast, there's you know, fame is an inevitably going to get one of them to be drunk and naked on some like rooftop somewhere, and <laughs> they have to recast that person. But they must have kept these kids in a bubble and and uh, and uh, kept them pure, and or else they just gave their parents a lot of money and said, "Keep these guys out of trouble." <laughs> Probably. But yeah, so. Uh, any any final thoughts on anything before we wrap up this episode? Nope. No. All righty. Well, as always, we thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed this show. Um, be sure to check out our website. Check out our YouTube channel. We are starting to put some uh, some videos up there, some tech reviews and some gameplay and type stuff. So search for Family Geekery at YouTube. And... Uh, Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you know when it's uh, when it's popping back up on your radar again. We're going to try to release these every Tuesday. That's our uh, our proposed schedule. But thanks as always. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys. See ya. Don't we have like a catchphrase or something? How do you turn this thing off? No. no. <laughs> that's, that's, that's an inadvertent catchphrase. What's our other catchphrase? Peace out and geek out. There it is. <laughs> what she said. Thank you for listening to the Family Geekery Podcast. For more information, visit www.familygeekery.com. Don't forget to subscribe at your favorite podcast provider. And until next time, peace.
Peace out and geek out. <laughs>